American football in Finland. That's how good he is. That's definitely the best offensive player. He could play receiver, quarterback, or running back if he needed to. Try to make them have a run game, which we know that they really don't have. I like to say he's kind of like, he kind of does like he's playing Madden when it comes to the playoffs. He starts doing a lot of weird stuff that you think can only happen on video games, and he gets away with it. But he ain't better. But in my opinion, he ain't better than Jabari Harris. I'll take Jabari Harris all day. Put that on the podcast, too. American football in Finland. Voice in your ears is perfect purpose, and this is American football in Finland. First-time listeners, welcome to the show. Hope you enjoy brutally honest football analysis and opinions, because I'm all out of bullshit. Returning followers and AFF fans, you know what it is, TIF. Joining me today on the show is some of the most popular football minds to live in Finland. First up, I'd like to introduce the first female guest on AFF, Mariana Conster. Welcome to the hey. show, Mariana. Thank you so much for having me. Nervous as hell, but you know, I like you guys, so it's good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up, we have the guy who is always on your social media notifications, Mr. Jabari Harris. What's going on, Jabari? Not much. Good to be back on the show, man. All right, last but not least is the guy who is here to talk shit, even though he's not in the country of Finland right now, the infamous Q Floyd. Welcome to the show, Q. Hey, what's going on? Let's get the people what they want. <laughs> Yo, now we got all the introductions out the way. Let's talk about the 2018 Maple League season. If you're listening to my voice right now, you're in the middle of another awesome episode of AFF. Why am I interrupting you right now? Because I got bills to pay. American Football in Finland is a podcast for the people, by the people. And that means I need the people, aka you, the listeners, to become invested in AFF by becoming a patron. Becoming an AFF patron is pretty simple. Click the Become a Patron button on the Podbean app and decide how much you really love American Football in Finland. If you like the show and want exclusive content, Become a level one supporter. A level one supporter consists of donating $1 per month to the podcast. That's $12 a year for exclusive AFF content. Level two patrons are true AFF promoters. For donating $3 per month as a level two promoter, you not only get exclusive patron content, but also throw in some free American football and Finland gear so you can show the world your support for AFF. Now, if you really ride with me in the AFF podcast, you can donate $5 per month and become a Level 3 Loyalist patron member. Level 3 Loyalists get all the privileges of a promoter and a Level 1 patron with the additional opportunity to become a guest speaker on American football in Finland. Loyalists don't just support the show, you are the show. But no matter the patron level you become, supporter, promoter, or loyalist, it'll be greatly appreciated because you, the listeners, will help make AFF the best damn podcast ever. So let's make American football in Finland great. Become a patron today. First things first, there's been a lot of changes 
in Finland from 2017 to 2018. So I wanted to talk about a couple of those changes and some of the important things that have happened in the Maple League leading into this season. First storyline we're going to talk about, let's just put it out there, Hamelina Huskies folded. It ain't no surprise. We knew it was coming. Um, I think that this is just a result of the bad practices that was building up to this moment. Uh, in the 2017 season, we've we seen this possible fold coming, uh, being the fact that they went into their first year in the Maple League with about 65 imports. So with that being said, either it was going to be a situation where the, the finished talent didn't develop, which it didn't, and it just was poor management. Uh, it's unfortunate for the league because now the league is going to be a six-team league, which is a uh, very, very uncommon in a in a in a top league. So um, it's very it's very unfortunate for the league, and it's unfortunate for the team. I mean, I'm thinking about you know 19, 20 year old players that were ready to make that move up, and then it's like, who do you jump up to at this point? So uh, I, I want to stop you there. You know, they didn't have any 19, 20-year-old players. There you go. That's why they folded. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't have a junior team to make it a men's team. That's why they didn't have enough players. That's why they had to get all them damn imports. But what about you, Q? What do you think about it? Uh, you know, it's an unfortunate situation, I feel like, for the players uh, more than anything. A lot of those guys are, you know, dedicated to playing for the Huskies and, and uh, you know, with management and a lot of stuff going on behind the door, you know, closed doors. The players had to suffer for it. You know, most of the teams already signed, you know, their imports. So now all these players are scrambling, trying to find somewhere to go and somewhere to play. So it kind of put everybody in a bad situation. Um, it sucks for the league, definitely, because, you know, the more teams, more competition, you know, the more stuff we get to talk about. Um, right now, with the Huskies leaving and just being in the playoffs the year before, you know, it doesn't look good. You know what I mean? I hope they, they get it worked out, whether it's this year, next year. You know, we do want to see them back in the league. What about you, Marianne? Well, <clears throat> it's very unfortunate. It's very hard to know what actually has happened behind the closed doors. We don't know all. But the fact is, like, there's now a lot of guys and a lot of teams are eating from the Huskies' carcasses, so to say. <laughs> <laughs> having those players and uh, having a feast. But it's unfortunate for the fans as well. A lot of there's like there's already been like season ticket sales. People wanted to see those games. It's unfortunate for the TV company and the federation having now is it 13, 14 games off from TV, and yeah, it's just other teams losing money as well, having one ho less home game and stuff like that. So it's just sad that it came this late. I hope they come back, and I hope a lot of those guys who is now looking for a team will find one before the season kicks in. See, y'all are a lot, a lot nicer about the situation than what I'm about to tell you. First <laughs> of all, Homelina Huskies, they weren't from Homelina. Most of that team that was getting ready to play this season came from other places. Homelina itself is a team that's less than six years old. I want to say they started in, what, 2011, 2012, something like that. They jumped up to the Maple League, and they weren't ready. They didn't have the foundation. They didn't have a youth team. Look at the team. There's no Homelina Huskies youth team. They actually joined with the Huvinka Falcons. That's actually who made up most of their finished players last year. With all those imports, when their backups came in, most of those guys weren't from Homelina. They were from Huvinka. So when this season came, those guys didn't want to play with that team anymore. So they didn't have those Huvinka guys. The Homelina core was maybe about seven or eight players out there. They only had about 25 to 30 players on team in the first place. 
So they weren't set up to be a long-term team. And then this situation was unfortunate, as everybody says, but it was inevitable. And it just thing I'm upset about is that it took so long for them to fold. They should have folded yeah. after the season so people could have went on about their business. And I'm with Marianne about the money part. A lot of these teams are losing money from this. I've talked to different guys from different teams in the Maple League, and some guys that that game against Hamelina, if you're playing a home game, you have attendance, you have sponsors, you might be having an event when you're supposed to play the Huskies. Now you have to go to a sponsor and say, "Oh, we don't have a game that week. Uh, can we still keep your money, or like, can we work something out?" Like, now you got to renege on the negotiations. And that's everybody in the Maple League. So in a sport where you're already not one of the big sports in the country, now something like this happens, it makes it look more amateurish than it is. So what I want to say is thank you, Homelina Huskies, because you just screwed Finland and set us back a couple years by doing this so late and being so unprofessional about it. Yeah, I said it. Uh, I I do feel bad for all the players who were committed to the team, though. I'll say that they did have a good group of guys who wanted to play, and that is unfortunate. But ultimately, it comes back to Hamelina Huskies not being an organization built for the long haul. And I also want to put a little bit of blame on SAJL for not seeing it earlier. Yeah, and that's what I think it should be one of the main points is like to have a team in the league they should have continuance and the junior work as well. Mm-hmm. So there had to be, like, I think in the future, there has to be some kind of a rule about that. There, There is some type of rule, and obviously I don't know the specifics of it, but a lot of teams are getting behind this. Like, they're finding getting a Getting farm teams. Yeah, by farm, farm teams. Farm teams is a loophole. What's up? Are you enjoying the AFF podcast? damn right you are well let the world know you enjoy the show follow aff on the podbean app just head over to americanfootballfinland.podbean.com and hit that follow button you can also find the podcast by searching for american football in finland on the podbean app now i guess we should do the most anticipated part of the show the predictions I'll let my guests predict where each team will land and defend their choices properly. If you want to know my Maple League predictions, you have to wait until Friday morning when they're released on perfectpurpose.com. That won't keep me from throwing out my two cents about you guys' picks, okay? To listen to the full segment, including each guest's actual team rankings, become an AFF patron today. Everybody has roosters at one. Why do we have Roosters at one? It's obvious, right? It's obvious. Yeah. I mean, anyways. So let's just go to where there's actual change. Um, I'll say first, uh, I got the Butchers there because I feel like they're the most seasoned team um, next to the Roosters. Uh, they was just missing a few little key elements last year, a few plays that could have been made here and there, and they could have easily been um, somewhat close I won't say to the championship, but they 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 have the type of players that um, if they stay healthy and and they get, come out with a controlling offense that slow the ball slow the game down for some of these fast paced offenses, I think the Butchers can can be that team. Like I said, they're a very aggressive team, and um, they are a go getter team. They make it happen. Um, last season, like I said, when 
went bad because of the injury. So just staying healthy. But um, yeah, just to me, they are a team. If Roosters are the machine, they are the team. There you go. You gotta have a catchy phrase for everybody. A, of course. A machine and a, and a machine and a team. Yeah. I agree with you guys. I think the Butchers have one of the most like overall solid teams in the league. Um, having that finished core and knowing that you can depend on those players to come back the next year, I think that's that separates them and the Roosters from other teams. Obviously, the Roosters have different players, but again, they know they're gonna have players. That's what really makes the Butchers a good team is knowing every year they're going to have a team. No matter who it is, you know they're going to have a team. That consistency is hard to find. I think this year a lot of teams are inconsistent, so that kind of bumps them up. American football in Finland. So both everybody got the Royals and the Crocs not making the playoffs. Why do you have them not in the playoffs? To make it quick, I don't think uh, they're going to have the depth um, to actually last um, majority of the season. Uh, you know, a few key key injuries I hope they don't get. But in football, if that happens to them, um, they could easily fall down to the sixth spot. You never know. But um, I just don't think that they're that their additions this year was enough or enough to help them get back to that, to that caliber where, you know, championship caliber. I mean, not taking away anything away from the players and their, and their abilities. I just don't think they're going to be that strong to do that. So that's why I put them as not making the playoffs. Well, they have a lot of key players that either hasn't signed yet or they're holding back the info or they're not coming back. So um, a lot of those, Key players are still missing, uh, maybe during even the whole season. I don't know. But Efe Evaraye, uh, Joachim Jakobson already said he's not. He's, he's retired. Yeah, he's retiring and stuff like that. So having these young guys coming in, we don't know. It could be like. Really good. Be, yeah, and we're just like, out. okay, like hands hands up, like I surrender. You know, I didn't know. But because, you know, Seppo is. He's smart and he has passion and that organization is the most professional organization that we have when it comes to American football here. And I just hope that either they know that they're not going to be a final or playoff team this year and they're just going to grow these young kids or they have something up their sleeve. It could be either way. I think I it's complete. I think they got someone up their sleeve. Yeah, I think so too. Because, like I said, Sepo is smart. He is not just gonna, you know, he he's popping that champagne. He ha- has these sponsors. He's making that event bigger and bigger every year. And I challenge every single organization with American football take points how they do stuff. Because, like. They like just now have their uh, sponsor, like a guy who is actually just doing like Pasi Roimela. He's just like yeah. working with the sponsors and stuff. Like, if we want to get away from being like those little teams that fault after six years and stuff like that, you have to build the brand. You have to make, and I just hope that he, 
as he makes the organization, he knows exactly what he's doing with his team. Sure. But looking at the roster now, I can't know. I don't know what goes in Seppo's head, but I want to see what it's on the field. And I, I'll be the first one to say, like, you know, yeah, I was wrong. Uh, it just seems that they are, they are intentionally taking the rebuilding route. Um, don't really know what the reasons are. I mean, I understand the the superstar thing. If that's something that was a, may have been that may have been a locker room issue last year. I mean, there has to be a reason why big name players didn't come back. I mean, none of them came back. So I mean, maybe maybe I just feel like maybe they want to go into a rebuilding mode. They want to make sure and ensure themselves a team in the Maple League for the future. I mean, because that's important. You know, we get a lot of teams that get these guys and this is a what we're seeing now is a different gen it's a new generation of finished football we have a lot of juniors that are that are stepping up i mean it's 2018 a lot of these young men are the juniors that 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 were being groomed for a while and i think that seppo is playing it smart even if he doesn't go sign any more big name players i think that he's thinking that within the next two years these juniors are going to be ready to dominate the league while everybody's just signing imports, burning out the old players, and not having a futuristic plan. I don't think that the Vasa Royals have anything to lose at this point. I mean, they've had success in the league. They've made it to the Maple Bowl. They're one of the teams like San Diego that's so far out that they can keep players. A lot of players are not relocating to or relocating away from Vasa. So I don't think that he has that pressure on him to try to run deep into the playoffs this year if they're not built and set up to do it. They have the money, they have the idea, they have the mastermind and plan. I think that he's building for the future this year. All right. What about this last place crocodiles, man? Jabari, what you thinking? Why you got I'm him just last? Not convinced. To be honest with you, after last year, and I have nothing against the crocodiles, but I feel like this whole championship contender thing they got going on. Championship is caliber. On, it's 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 just a front to just try to get the players mind going like hey guys if we don't pick this shit up this could be the end of us too you know what i'm saying because me being here for a while and knowing what has happened behind the scenes i know that there are another team that's probably struggling financially also because for four three or four years they've poured a lot of money into imports just to not get it done so i think that for them this is them saying hey guys we got to get this shit going now or else we could be the next Huskies. We could be the next Turku. And with what they bought in, I'm still not convinced that they're going to be any better than they were last year for the simple fact that I don't think that the quarterback they had last, last year was awful. I don't think Brett was bad. Mm-hmm. I think the quarter that was around him was bad. And Anthony Brooks was in that core of guys that were around him that were bad. I don't think that they've added any more receivers with Brooks that are going to make him shine any better. So, the only what thing they Andy? on is a running back. Well, what offensive line? Who have you signed on the line that's going to make the running back great? Look, San Diego, I'm not convinced. Damn. I'm not. That's why you're last place. I'm not Damn. convinced, and I don't know anything about the new head coach besides him saying we're going to have a championship contender team. Hell, everybody says we're going to have a championship caliber team. Every <laughs> fucking year, everybody's going to the Maple Bowl. I'm not convinced because in any way, what finished players have you signed that have made you better? Me and everybody else knows it's not about the imports. Hell, you can go get Jay Cutler right now. You still won't make the Maple Bowl. 
because it's not about the airport. You named a good quarterback. You said Jay Cutler, man. You can go get Peyton Manning out of retirement. They're not gonna make the Maple Bowl. <laughs> you ain't say you ain't say Tom Brady, Drew Brees, or Cutler Aaron Rodgers. The only piece of shit from the NFL that you could convince to come over here and play. Damn, hey Jay Cutler, if you're listening to this podcast right I'm now, I'm mad. <laughs> 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 All right, man. What about you? Why do you got the Crocs at last? Oh my God, I I don't know if I can um go after that one. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm like Jabari said. I'm not hundred percent convinced. Um, they have their key players like they have had before the four Goibomaki brothers. Um. They have all the players and stuff like that, but they have them last year. So I just want to see um, what has changed because I'm not 100% convinced. I want to be, I want to be, and I want to be uh, mistaken. But looking at these other five teams, they just they're not in the same level at the moment. So there's no. I love the Crocodiles. I like their organization. There's nothing bad about that i love the players so but just saying that um now is there time to um prove us all wrong me and you don't like the crocodiles me and you got a bad history with the crocodiles we don't like them unnecessary <laughs> oh what about you q why do you got them last uh i'm gonna be straight up the reason i got them last is simply because of last year um sanioki they just you just don't know what you're gonna get, and until they showed me that I that that they've changed as far as um, the type of players they want to have around. I mean, yeah, like I said, Christian Powell is probably the best pickup they had this offseason, but I don't think he's gonna be enough when you go against guys like Brandon. You know what I mean? Who can put up 30, 40 points in one half? Uh, your running back is not gonna help you at all in that situation. Um, Anthony Brooks. Uh, athlete, you know, I, 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 the little that I know of him, um, is he the type of player that could score 15 touchdowns in the season? Who knows? I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I just want to say that. I, I mean, he, he would have to show me. But uh, from what I've seen last year, um, if you're going to bet going to the playoffs on the core guys that you got right now, um, it's not going to happen. And also, if you don't have any depth. If you don't have any depth, you're not going to the Maple the Maple Bowl. And if you do, it's going to be strictly off of off those core players just balling every week or balling the weeks that they needed to for you to get there. Um, the Crocs, though, I'm just I'm just not convinced that they're better than than the Saints or they're better than the Royals or anybody. I just think like they have a lot of names, but they just got to prove. I think I'm just going to jump on the bandwagon with you guys and say the same thing. I'm not convinced. Uh, there's a lot of unknowns about the Crocodiles, and none of it is convincing before the season. So they have the opportunity to prove us all wrong. But right now, nobody is convinced by their online presence on the line. American football in Finland. Next team we got on here is the Saints. I'm actually going to let Jabari go first. 
I got the Tampa Bay Saints at because I think that they're a team that has probably done the, the best job, in my opinion, uh, recruiting for their for their system throughout the throughout the year. Like I, I really believe that Cal can come in and do some great things with this team. I mean, compared to the quarterback that they had last year, I think that Tampa Bay had last year a lot of decent weapons around. They just didn't have the leader at quarterback to get things done with the running back that they have and the depth that they have. Um, I think that Tampa Bay probably has one of the biggest rosters in the Maple League. They have about 65, 70 players. And um, circulating around, they may be adding some big-name players to that defense from what I hear, not throwing too much out there. But I think that that's why they are a team that can emerge and be in that top – because they were close last year. I mean, a few games, I mean, they got blown out of the water. Towards the end of the year, they were really close. So when you talk about seasoned teams left in the Maple League, they are one of them. They're not a team that's like Sandioki last year that were on the brink of getting kicked out, even though they were at the bottom of the league. And now that it's six teams and you tell them, hey, they've added the pieces. They went and got the quarterback. They bought their imports in early. They got depth. I think that that's what's going to make them a better team than the fact that they have depth. In the Maple League, we see it over and over. Mid-season, imports get hurt. Finish players get hurt. You don't have another 30 guys to pick from. They have two teams. I think that that's what makes Tampa Bay a team that can be dangerous. I think that Kyle's going to come in and possibly be a top quarterback in the league. I I can kind of agree that the Saints, I think the Saints are going to be good this year. Uh, They got a deep, deep roster. Um, Like you guys said, they're better than these other teams that we're not saying are going to make the playoffs. American football in Finland. Tell us a little bit of why you got them so high. The reason I got the Corpio Steelers so high is because what a, what a lot of people don't consider is I think that from a coaching staff and from their core, they have one of the most consistent systems throughout the year that the Roosters have also. That coaching staff has coached those players since they were juniors. And that was part of the reason why they were so jailed in the first division. Their quarterback, Seth Peters, like the Roosters, has been here all winter. He's been here putting in the work with the receivers, with the linemen, with the coaches. Also, their other imports have been here all winter or most of the winter. So I think that that gives them an advantage that maybe other teams in the Maple League haven't had is the fact that they're a first division team that's won the championship and they've kept their core together all winter long. Another thing that I like about them is they're very athletic. They have a lot of talent. Um, Their receivers, they had two receivers that played for the national team that are coming back. Tino's one of them. I think that he is Maple League caliber, and he was one of the players that played on the national team. And the fact that nobody in the Maple League really knows what they're going to do with that all winter, they've been practicing and they've been able to see everybody else. They have an idea of what everybody else is going to do. We just said we know Porvo is going to run the ball. We don't even know how Corpio is going to use their imports. That's why I put them so high is for the fact that they have talent around them on both sides of the ball. Defensive line, they just got a defensive 
defensive lineman that came from the Huskies that's pretty good. I really like how I like how Seth Peters plays. I feel like besides Brandon, he's the only quarterback that's stepping into a comfortable situation because his cast has been around him a whole two years now. So that's why I have them ranked so high because and it's not it's not it's not foreign that a first division team walks right in and goes to the Maple Bowl. I mean, in 2014, my first year, the Turku Trojans did it. They whooped the shit out of everybody and just couldn't get past the Roosters. Um, I think that the Huskies and the Royals and other teams that are just walking in and making it to the finals. So why not the Corpio Steelers? I agree. I think Corpio is definitely a playoff type team. I think they got the talent, they got the coaching staff, and they got the, the team support. I think they have the mentality to be a playoff team. I hope you're enjoying the show so far, but I have to take this time to give some of my listeners a much needed wake up call. It's 2018, people. If you're listening to this podcast from a link, you're doing it wrong. Just follow American Football in Finland on the Podbean app and get instant notifications when new episodes are published. If you're too lazy to use the Podbean app, that's okay. AFF is also on the iTunes podcast app. So just type in American Football in Finland and click the subscribe button. Don't forget to give me a five-star rating while you're at it. And Android users can subscribe on Google Play. It's 2018, people. Keep up. Predictions are okay. But guessing who's going to be the MVP, that's a lot more fun. And before we go to the MVP candidates, i like to just put out my own disclaimer here. I would like it to be on record that I still believe that in 2017, R.J. Long was robbed of the MVP award. <laughs> Just want y'all to know that. He was robbed. Go Getter was robbed. But back to this season, let's throw out some preseason candidates. Okay. Uh, first, My first choice, MVP, none other than the Brandon Show Me How to Get It Done. Connet, Connet, you know I said I said wrong all the time. But Brandon's my number one choice, simply off, simply because he's he's the most one of the most poorest quarterbacks I've ever been around. He's smart. Um, I can count on him anytime, and, and I guarantee you he'll make the play nine out of ten times. So Brandon's my number one. My, my list was uh, almost similar to Q. So I mean, of course I got Brandon on there. I got Seth on there. So I'm gonna go out there and throw some other names out there. Well, obviously, number one is Mr. Brandon Connett. For the reasons I've already told during this podcast, and um, he's already done it once, <laughs> taking that team to the championship. So, yeah, if he done, does it again, I'm sure that's going to be a trophy he's going to take home for sure. A second one, I was debating, like, if I say from the Roosters, Somehow I want to say Kimi Linnaima coming back. Like that would be a different type of like um, name to throw out there or maybe from defense Okko Odinen. Pretty decent names. I'm going to go with Brandon Connett. Obviously, I think he's the unanimous MVP front runner for this year. Another guy I was going to put out is, is Roman Runner. And the reason I put him in the, in the list is last year he was in the running heading towards the end of the season. And then, in my opinion, quarterback play let him down. So he had to 
sit in the back seat the last couple of games. And then RJ Long did his thing. So obviously he was a little bit better. If Roman Runner does what he does well this year and gets to play both sides of the ball, I think with him playing defense for the Butchers, he might actually get more action and show that defensively he's one of the best players in the league. My opinion, he was the best cornerback in the league last year, even though he only played it part-time. The other guy I want to put in there is Christian Powell. I think the Senior Crocodiles are going to lean on Christian Powell all season, and if they do – I think he might be what we thought Darian Hall was last year. Obviously not the same like size back, but I think if if he does what he's supposed to do with the Crocodiles, he's going to be trying to rush closer to 1,300 yards in because they play 10 games. American football in Finland. This is the final words portion of the show. I like to give my guests, you guys, an opportunity to use this platform to push whatever agenda tickles your fancy. You can do a self-plug. You can push a product, give a shout out, break the internet, say something, whatever you want to (laughs) do. Yeah. um, Just to... um... This is the first time I'm actually like giving out my opinion when it comes to this, like in social platform and stuff like that when it comes to football. So just want to say with all respect and all love to all teams, I have nothing against anyone. Somebody has to be first, somebody has to be last and everyone else come in between. So uh, I hope you prove me wrong and you show me wrong during the season and uh, I'll be there watching you guys. Have a good season, everyone. I'm just quickly going to say there, uh, being part of it, um, sadly this year, I won't be doing any interviews. Hey, just a quick word to all the players, the fans, organizations. Um, let's try to make this season better than any season has ever been. Um, let's continue to keep helping grow the league and grow football, period. And to all of the podcasters, the people that talk on Gridiron, Make sure y'all subscribe to AFF, baby. Make sure you subscribe to Purvis' YouTube channel because right now a lot of people aren't doing this for for football in their country, but uh, Purvis decided to do this. Uh, Marianne's been part of of the football game for a while now, and uh, this is important. You know, people people aren't getting paid big bucks to do this, but they're taking their time out to to promote the the game in Finland. And uh, I just hope everybody appreciate this. First of all, Marianne, you like Kenny out of South Park. You know how he dies every episode? It's like you get refired every season. But <laughs> something's not right. But, I mean, of course, i like to give a shout-out to my team, the East City Giants. Looking forward to doing some big things this year in the first division. Um, good luck to all the teams in the Maple League this year. I actually think that this is probably going to be one of the most exciting seasons. Even though it's only six teams, I think that everybody's uh, evenly equipped to go out and play some good football. And uh, also, shout out to Purvis again for having me on season three of the AFF podcast. It's always fun to do this. And, man, keep doing what you're doing. Like uh, Q said, it's not a lot of people that are willing to dedicate their time and efforts to not do this for self-glory, but to try to make a sport better and more professional. So to everybody out there in Finland that's always throwing shade and saying we're talking shit and just hating, 
Um, you'd be surprised how much publicity Finland's getting all across Europe because of small things like this. So, Purvis, keep doing what you're doing. Marianne, keep your job. Q, keep doing your thing out there. Kuwait, stay safe. And, man, I'm just thankful to be back on the show with you guys. That's it for American Football in Finland. Hope everyone listening enjoyed today's show and tune in for next week. And don't you guys ever forget T-I-F. Me. No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's it, man. American Football in Finland is now on iTunes. Please rate the show and subscribe today. If you really like the podcast, follow AFF on the Podbean app. Search American Football in Finland and hit that follow button. And for all you loyal AFF listeners, we are now accepting Podbean patrons. Click become a patron on the AFF page and pledge your loyalty. Thanks for listening. American Football in Finland.